Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And we are here with another episode of Do You Believe in Magic? Um, your host, Max Van Auken, the host of the Max Van Auken podcast, the MVP, and I am joined by a guy who's 6'5", lefty, can shoot, host of Combo's Court. He's a, he's a handsome fellow, and he is a father of a prodigy, Baby Combo. Andrew Combo Salop, how are you? Baby Combo has taken a leap. His focus has been great. He's been shooting more. He's trying to dribble, and he's getting there. Um, yeah, man. Baby Combo has been all in after a few months of uh, being more interested in the cars. He's now more interested with the basketball. So I'm happy about that. I won't force anything on him, but I'm always there. That's yeah. awesome. Combo. That's to, a, be the, to be the greatest possible player possible. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful statement. One day we are going to have him on our talk radio show, and uh, we'll be talking about where, what team he wants to land on in the NBA draft. And I, I feel like he's going to give very professional answers, but you and I will have the inside scoop behind the scenes. I like how you're speaking two things in, into existence there. That's great. See what I did there? I see what you did there. Combo, how have you been, though, man? How is life? How is uh, the New York living? How have you liked the NBA this far? And uh, we're coming towards All-Star break. We'll dive into the Orlando Magic, of course. But life is good, right? Life is great. Uh, you know, some crazy trades in the trade deadline. I guess we didn't get to talk about that. But, you know, Magic lost to Denver recently. I guess we could talk a little bit about that, but all is well, man. The NBA is good, man. The NBA is good. I think it's going to be really interesting come playoff time. Right. And as far as us, Combo, you texted me last show, and you said that was the best episode we ever recorded. So I feel like yeah, you and I are hitting our stride as well. Yeah. I mean, we definitely are. We're getting better every episode. I think every episode has been great, but we got to keep it going. We have to keep it going. So with that note, let's dive right into the Orlando Magic Andrew Combo Salop. I believe the last time we talked, we talked about the recent stretch they have, um, well, that they had, and it, it wasn't pretty. I mean, going against John Morant and the Grizzlies, going against Chicago, they did beat the Pacers. Um, they did beat Luka in a tough game. They ended up losing to the Boston Celtics. They ended up beating Port Portland, and then they ended up beating... I'm sorry, they lost to the Utah Jazz, they lost to the Phoenix Suns. Now recently, most recently, they just lost to the Denver Nuggets, 121 to 111. Now they do have the Hawks coming up today. Um, I will be covering the Rockets game Friday, which I'm going to announce today, so breaking news. And then I will be hopefully covering the Pacers game that following Monday. So a pretty good stretch of games here coming up, but let's just start off with the last stretch of recent games. What have you taken away from the Denver game, from losing to Phoenix, and then losing to Utah? Well, from the most recent Denver game, I think, you know, the Magic came out to a slow start and they really got to focus on being engaged for the entirety of the game, not just in parts. And that's something you can control, you know, body language, effort. I'm not talking about missing or making shots. They just need effort throughout the whole game. But, you know, they fought back. You know, they finished out strong. 
Um, I know we're not too into moral victories, but I thought they did good towards the end. Um, Jokic was just too much for them, as I said. It's funny, he had like 26 and a crazy stat line, but for him it was kind of just like regular stat lines. Nobody gets up in arms over it, but he did have his way with the team. And, um, yeah, they just need to put 48 minutes together, I think, going forward. But, you know, Coach Mosley was happy with their performance. And overall, so was I. Right. No, I think that's well put. And we've talked about the areas of focus that they need to work on or developing the young players as well. But just talking about, like, just starting off games, doing the fundamentals as a team, I think, go a long way. Uh, and I'm glad you brought up Jokic, too, because I know we're talking about the – the season that Embiid's having. I think we're taking Jokic's uh, play for granted here, Cabo. And you're the first person to, uh, um, I remember you just telling me about him being your early MVP pick. And just even when he has just a, a stat line, such as what you were talking about, I feel like we're not even talking about it anymore. It's becoming, he's becoming in that territory where we're just uh, expecting his greatness. And that says something about him, right? Yeah, most definitely. I recorded a podcast episode with coach Nick of B-Ball breakdown. And he, you know, he thinks he's, not getting enough attention in the MVP conversation. And, you know, that was my pre-season. you know, season. You were on my podcast for the preseason predictions, and that was my prediction because, you know, I knew Jokic was a young player who already won MVP, even though there's something called uh, voters fatigue. Yep. He proved he won it already. He was going to get better. Murray wasn't going to be there, so there was going to be even more usage with Jokic, and I just thought all the ingredients was there for him to win it again. So we'll see what develops. But I, he's definitely in the mix. And I'll keep my prediction with Jokic. I like that. I like that pick. And voters fatigue, I've always had a problem with the MVP award combo. You know this after recording shows together. Um, I, I think it's always changing the the criteria. There's not like a set criteria. I feel like it's the best season, not necessarily like just who is the most valuable. So I've always had a little bit of a love-hate relationship with the award, right? Because it's like the most popular, most famous award you hear, MVP. I mean, it's part of my title of my podcast, for crying out loud. So I like the thought of it. I just don't feel like it's always um, evaluated and voted on the same way throughout each season. So, I mean, I like Jokic, though. And ever since you brought up his points and what he does, I mean, like he's playing without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and doing what he's doing and the numbers he's putting up, that's just pure value. And so I can't argue with that. Um, as far as the Orlando Magic goes, I ended up tagging you. I'm trying to remember what I tagged you in on Twitter. Franz Wagner. Baller. He is absolute stud. And what is what have you been thinking about his recent stretch of play and just overall this season? I mean, I think when he, they made the pick for Franz, I don't know if everyone was in total agreement with it, but now I feel like everyone's on board. Yeah, and also, you know, he didn't have a great summer league, but part of that is because – uh, I'll take Rashad Phillips' terms. He's more of a basketball player than a hooper, even though he is a little bit of both. But, you know, I felt like in this Magic system, he's doing better. But speaking of the Magic system, I think they could do even more to feature Franz at times. You know, I think some of the Magic fans and maybe even Magic media have been a little bit upset at times with the amount of shots Franz is getting. They feel like he could get even more, maybe handle the ball even more. So I know we have um, Jalen Suggs, and Cole Anthony to take on those duties. But maybe we could see Franz initiating offense even a little bit more because we see in the NBA, we usually give the best player on the team the ball and let him go, you know? Like, it doesn't matter the size. We see that with Giannis. We see that with LeBron. We see that with Luka, right? Even if you're a bigger player, we give you the ball because good things will happen. So maybe they could do a little bit more of that with Franz. Not comparing Franz to those guys, I'm just saying. Right. You know, uh, just feature Franz a little bit more 
in certain situations. But yeah, he's been playing great. His skill level is phenomenal. Like his finishes in the lane, he has so many options. You know, maybe a little bit of a critique is uh, it really is something that maybe he could add down the line is like off the dribble three point shooting. But you know, that's something he could get to uh, get maybe a little bit quicker into his jump shot. But he's developing so fast. I mean, there's not too many bad things you could say about the guy. Right. And one thing that I've been really impressed about is his willingness to play defense. Um, the games that I've covered, um, the games that I've watched, like him guarding Luka, uh, he wasn't scared to guard Luka. I mean, he even would pick up Braun. He would pick up – and I mean, as a young player, especially when you're trying to find your footing in the league and we're talking about all the things that he does offensively – I really feel like he has some defensive promise. Now, he may not be the athlete of a Jonathan Isaac or the length of a Mo Bamba, but when you have effort, that's something that is just the fundamentals of everything is effort. And so that's one thing that I'd love to see on the defensive end as well. Um, when you talk about him and we know how quickly he's developing, what is his ceiling for the Orlando Magic? Like, what do you foresee them seeing in him as being one of the big young pillars of this league? What do you see the ceiling is for him? Because right now he's averaging 15, uh, 4, and 3, and he's shooting 46% from the field, 36 from 3, um, 0.9 steals, 0.5 blocks. So, I mean, he's he's obviously delivering right away. But what is his potential? Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a good NBA defender, and he's getting there already. You mentioned, like, comparing him to the other bigs on the team. He's a little bit smaller, but the NBA is a skill sport, and he's just a highly skilled guy who knows when to get it off, plays with change of pace, and – I think he's an underrated athlete as well. I think, Sky, as I said before, I think Sky's the limit for the guy. Maybe we could add a little bit more handle to his game, but he's been doing that well. And um, the off-the-dribble three-point shooting, I think that's the thing that will unlock him to be like, you know, a star, an mm-hmm. all-star, an all-NBA player in the future. Maybe getting a little bit quicker into that jump shot. You know, we see that with even uh, – well, Franz shoots it a lot better than Josh Giddy, but we see that Josh Giddy is another guy who had a breakout game against the Knicks. Yep. You know, a lot of basketball is just be able to get your shot off in situations that maybe some other players can't. Like, that's what makes a star. Like, we could see Tatum could do that. Obviously, Harden could do that. And maybe if Franz in the future, I think we're a few years away from that, but I think if Franz in the future could develop some of that on-ball shoot creation that we like to see from our stars, that could really, you know, uh, give them that leap to, to stardom or even superstardom. Right. Andrew Combo Salop, is there anything else that pops out to you about the Orlando Magic or things you would like to talk about when it comes to Magic basketball? Oh, well, Cole Anthony is going to win the slam dunk contest. Okay, so he has your vote because I'm not going to lie, even though this is a Magic podcast, I'm always going to be upfront and honest. Jalen Green, I believe, is, has written winner written all over it. Well, to me, and this is no shade to Cole, Jalen Green is a better in-game dunker. But I think Cole Anthony is a better practice dunker. And I think he takes it maybe a little bit more seriously. Like, we see more clips of Cole Anthony doing some ridiculous things when nobody else is on the basketball court, right? I mean, I don't think we have a tremendous amount of highlights of Cole Anthony dunks in games. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, I don't see it as much like watching the Magic. Like, Jalen Green is a great in-game dunker. I think Cole Anthony will be the better dunk contest dunker. That is a great point, Combo. That's very smart of you. So let's want to put a friendly wager on this. Um, obviously, we're a couple states away, a couple hours away, uh, maybe a couple days away. No, I, I don't because I really like uh, Jalen Green's balance. Combo, come on, man. <laughs> I, I'm so, I, you know why? Because that's the one guy I wouldn't. That's the one guy I wouldn't bet against, though. Like I'll bet I would bet him. Like like let's say we scratch it. If like let's say you said Obi Toppin, 
Like I would say, okay, I'll take Cole. You take Obi Toppin if nobody wins. Right. And first of all, I don't bet. I don't bet. Period. To be honest, like, no. Unless, okay. unless it's on myself. Unless it's you know, like you want to play one on one max, we could do that. All you right. Know? Okay. Okay. I mean, we could take it there. Three dribble max. Three dribble max because you know then you can't dance on me. I could just contain, contest, and I'll be good. Right. 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 Well, combo. I'm a little MJ like now. I'm obviously I'm not addicted to gambling, and no no shade to 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 Michael Jordan, but I. I do prefer to pre uh, friendly wagers. It doesn't even always have to be money. It could be dinner. It could be a smoothie. Just adds another element to when you're watching it. And all right, let's do it. Let's do. You dinner. know what I'm let's saying? You know what I'm we'll saying? Okay, combo. I don't bet, but you know, since this is you know the Believe in Magic podcast, and you are Max Van Alken, I'll make an exception here. Wow. But guys, I... but everybody listening out there, don't hit me on Instagram at one two combo one e t w o c o m b o trying to bet me. All right, I don't want to hear your bets. I don't. I'm not taking any wagers. I'm not a betting guy. Um, yeah, you know, my friends hit me up for advice on betting sometimes. So, you know, I give yeah. them who I think is going to uh, win the game by how many points. Like, you know, I'll, I'll give you some advice, but I'm not betting you. I don't mean to peer pressure you, Cobb. That's the last thing I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not – I may be a bully on the court. I don't mean to be a bully nah, on you the mic. No, nah, I don't – I'm not easily influenced. I just wanted to have a friendly bet because I want to believe in this guy, Cole Anthony, and I do believe in him. And, you know, he's a – no shade to him. He's a great practice dunker. Right, and you're just a lover of basketball, but you're a fan of no team. So here we go. <laughs> but, Shout out to my guy Zach, man. Subscribe to the Office Podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, no, that's a that's a really good bet. I, I think that's a great point because I have seen a lot of creative videos on his end, and I think you, to your point, just when you have that creativity, you're taking it seriously. It does have the ingredients to win, so that's why I think it's a very fair bet because we do have more evidence of in-game dunks from Jalen Green, but I think we have more creative evidence from Cole Anthony, and of course, believe in Magic Podcast. I will be rooting for Cole Anthony if he wins. I have no problem with that, but from the betting perspective, um, I do have obviously a dog in the race, so I'm gonna go Jalen Green. And that's funny you talk about betting. I have so many people tell me I need to bet, especially on the UFC fights. I'm I think combo my like my ratio of picking UFC fights is second to none. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're a fan of no fighter, but you're the lover of the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but you know, to the content creators network who are listening to this, who make those posters. Put the prediction out there. Cole Anthony will win the 2022 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Put that on a poster, believe. Put that on a poster. I like it. I like it. Call we, you know, we got, we got, you know, this is a little bit off topic. We got to get Zach on the pod, man. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. a different perspective, you know? That would. That would, that would be fun. Yeah. I, um... Okay, Combo, it's time to jump right into the trading deadline. I know we've talked about these situations before, but now things are official. It's here. Press conference have been had. So James Harden gets traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. The Brooklyn Nets get, obviously, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. And immediately, I put out, and we've been talking about this for a while. It made sense for both teams, the Ben Simmons situation. You're not going to get anything better than James Harden, considering what happened to his last game when he did play and the, the jump shot and the not playing this whole season. But I said, it's like a breakup. And normally people do win when there's a breakup, right? Somebody is better off. But sometimes it happens where both people benefit from the breakup. It's healthy. And it's better for both of them going forward. And that's exactly what this is. And I know in the NBA, it's a star-driven league. Typically, when you get the star, you win the trade. 
But with this one, I feel like both teams truly, truly did win. James Harden compliments Joel Embiid so well. We haven't even seen it yet, but just a prolific score on the perimeter. Great in the pick and roll. And we saw what he did with Capella. I couldn't even imagine what he's going to do with Embiid. Ben Simmons, you already have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You have scoring. This guy loves to pass. He loves to play defense. 6'10", Seth Curry shooting, Andre Drummond size. It made so much sense for both of them. And I think they both won combo. Uh, Do you share the same view? Yeah, I share the same view. Um, you know, you said it yourself. When you get the star, you get the trade, and they both got stars. They both got players that have been all NBA in the past. I would say though that you know Seth Curry from Brooklyn was wow. That was a little bit surprising, right? That uh, Daryl gave that up. I guess maybe yeah. he was back into a corner. But you know, Daryl leaned into patience, and it worked for him. You could talk about tampering all you want. Did he know this could happen? I don't know. All I know is they were getting offered pieces that. We're nowhere near on James Harden's level. But this whole thing is so interesting. I didn't watch the press conferences in its entirety, but like I feel like there's so much more with the Ben Simmons situation that we don't know. I really never believed that like the reason Ben Simmons didn't play was because Doc Rivers talked to the media about him. Like you think Ben would hold on to something that long, you know, like something like that. So I just believe there's so much more in this story. Uh, there's now there's reports from uh, Jake Fisher, a Bleacher Report, that, you know, some of the fan, some of the teammates weren't happy with James. James wasn't happy with the system. James was outside, for real, for real. But that's what James Harden does, man. He goes out. He's going to be in the club. When you sign James Harden, you know that comes with it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what – and another thing that stuck out to me, Combo, is when we watched The Last Dance, I think people were so enamored by the fact of how Phil Jackson was able to deal with – Dennis Rodman's ego and Michael Jordan's competitiveness and Scottie Pippen uh, postponing his surgery. And then you had the the general manager's friction with uh, Phil Jackson. We were just so enamored by the behind the scenes, not even just what was on the court. And I think this goes to show you with the Brooklyn Nets and everyone's talking about the failure of the Brooklyn Nets. And even though the few 16 games they did play, they were really good. But it just goes to show you how hard it is to win in the NBA, especially when you label something as like a future dynasty. Like there's only a handful of dynasties in the history of sports. Like it is so hard. It's not even just about the talent that you accumulated. Um, how do they get along with each other? How do they play with each other? Can you stay healthy? There's a little bit of luck involved. There's a COVID situation. Obviously, Kevin Durant had an injury. It's just so hard. So when people are so quick to, from a Brooklyn's perspective, I know you're talking about Ben Simmons a little bit. I feel like people are so quick to say the Brooklyn was a failure. But I think people fail to realize how hard it is to pull something off where you're trying to win multiple championships, let alone just one. Yeah. How many games did they play together? 13, 16? 16. I think 16 overall. And I believe they were like, I could be mistaken with the record. I think it was like 13 13 and 3. 3. Yep, 13 13 and 3. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, that, that is. And so it's like they were successful when they did play. But, I mean, sometimes egos and... Like I said, the COVID bug, I mean, you couldn't predict that a pandemic was going to happen and the fact that Kyrie Irving didn't want to be vaccinated. Like, that's not something that you can just predict. You know what's crazy? And look, man, I respect everybody's decisions. You know, if James Harden wants to go out every night, yeah, I mean, that, that, that that's great. You know, that's good for him. But I would say, like, he was upset, according to reports, that, you know, um, Kyrie – wasn't able to play in all the games and in the playoffs, it'd be, you know, tougher for him to win in that situation than maybe he thought it could be with the Sixers. But also you're not putting yourself in the best 
possible position to be your best self or to win a championship if you're going out or you're flying to Vegas when the rest of the team is going Utah. Like, I think he has to pick his spots as well. And look, I'm not mad at him. I, I mean, I play basketball. I know, like, that's part of, you know, that's part of it. Like, people go out, you know what I mean? But I also think that, like, that started to catch up to him a little bit. And maybe, you know, maybe wait till the off season, or maybe just go out once a week instead of, you know, multiple times a week. You know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to win a championship and you know you're getting a little bit older. But if that's what makes him happy, you know, go out and do it. But I do think, you know, there's a compound effect when it comes to things. Like, every little bit matters. And that could be taking away that little bit of edge, you know, to leading him to the promised land. You never know. Like, that could be the difference. Because, you know, it's splitting hairs when it comes to winning NBA championships and being a top-level NBA player. So, you know, it's where his um, priorities are. So, I mean... I'm not mad at him. Like, it's his decision, you know. Be outside, James Harden, you know, if that's what makes you happy. Combo, I'm going to put this discretionary statement out first before I say this. People are, you could do whatever you want, and I completely, if that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you happy. Who am I to tell somebody to do what they need to do with their life? But that being said, I'm not going to beat around the bush here, Combo. If you want to be the best, if you want to win a championship, stop doing that. Stop doing it. Like, to your point, like, just stop. Like, focus. How bad do you really want to win it? Because when you, if you really want to win it that badly, you're competing against LeBron who has, like, hyperbolic chambers in his house and Tom Brady who's sleeping in kale pajamas. Like, these people are obsessed. And you have to sacrifice something to be obsessed to be the best at something. And if you're not about that, then I don't have sympathy for you, Combo. I don't. How bad do you truly want it? And so I feel like if you really, really wants to hone in and win. they have a great opportunity to win a championship. This is the time to do it. I just had to. Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause coach Nick mentioned this to me, actually, like he did look in better shape, even though it, it's hard to lose weight in like the span of a few days, but he did look in better shape in that shoot around. Right. Yeah. In that press conference you know, maybe he'll lock in, man. Maybe he'll lock in for these, you know, um, six months or whatever it may be. And also this will be the honeymoon stage. So, you know, James Harden has been known, to, as we just saw, it, it was all good the first year. Um, maybe he can maximize this honeymoon stage, or maybe the Sixers can, and they can win it all in this short span of time because maybe this is their best chance before, you know, James wants to leave or something. Exactly. But, um, he, but he's obviously, you know, a high-level player, a superstar, um, you know, NBA 75 guy. So, yeah, like – it's up to him. It's up to him. Whatever makes you happy. But, you know, maybe a little bit of sacrifice. You know, you could even still go out during the season. Just not in excess, you know. Being, but what, but whatever makes you happy, James Harden, whatever makes you happy. Being happy is overrated. We need you to win. <laughs> we need <laughs> you to you win. Know what? That, you know, I, maybe his going out will be even more epic after he wins the championship. Exactly. You, know? maybe that you, you, you want to go out? Go out on the parade. That, that's what I say, Combo. That's what I say. But uh, let's get into the moment of the week. I have mine. I'm 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 locked and loaded over here. So whenever you want the floor yours, or is the floor mine? Yeah. Well, my moment of the week is something that will happen on the weekend, and it's in the future. It's when Cole Anthony wins the 2022 NBA Slam Dunk Contest and brings it home to Orlando. Wow! If not, you owe me. Uh, what do we say? Outback Red Lobster. What do we, What do we say? 
Nah, Max, you like eating these fast food stops uh, spots, Max. Uh, sorry to put your business out whoa, there. Whoa, whoa! I'll, I'll take, I'll take you. I'll take you to McDonald's. Okay, time out. It would be Chick Fil A if anything, and I have to. Some I'm just busy a lot of the times. You know, you have to go grab something. Oh, very quick, now this. I'm a Tom now Brady. Busy. My, I treat my body Max. like a temple. Hey, hey, hey! I'm gonna tell you something, Max, because I'll be honest with you right here on the Believe in Magic podcast. Wow. You know, when somebody says they're busy, that's a lightweight flex, don't you think? A little, yeah. You, you stole a little bit. You, yeah, you called me out a little bit. It was a little bit of a flex. Just letting people know. <laughs> yeah, you, <it's> <laughs> I have a lot going on in my life, guys. Just, you can follow me at Max Van Auken on Instagram Max, and Twitter. I know you're busy, man. You don't have to let me know. I know you're busy. Okay, Max, just just, just shrugging my shoulders a little bit. Just give you a LeBron bump in the paint. That was all. Um, my moment of but the that's week. That's okay. No, you know what? You should flex, though. Like, Thank you. You know, when, when when we have our radio show and we're on buses and uh, going through New York City, we're there, I'm going to take a picture of the bus, you know? Right. And, oh, uh, absolutely. Yo, that's me on the bus or in Times Square, you know? I'm going to do some print combo. I'm going to do some wherever crazy our poster stuff. Be, what is it? Billboard. Wherever our billboard may be, I'm going to post that on Instagram. Instagram's all about flexing anyway, right? Yeah. straight Instagram straight flexing. Like you have to. I'm going to do some cringy stuff. I'm going to be standing next to our billboard, throwing up the the peace sign. Like that's honestly, I'm going to do stuff like that. So be ready. I'm getting, I'm getting totally off topic here, but Instagram's a weird place. Very weird. Because, because think about it, right? I don't suffer from FOMO. I'm kind of like in my own world, to be honest. Like to be honest, maybe you know. Actually, I used to when like people were going out to like hoop and I wasn't there. That'd be my FOMO. You know what I mean? Hmm. For the most part. Um, but now it's like people post stuff to either, I think they want other people to get FOMO or they're scrolling through their timeline and they're getting FOMO. So like, it's, it's all about FOMO for some people. Can can you define what FOMO is for people who don't know? Oh, fear of missing out. Okay. Like, why are you at a concert phone up the whole time? First of all, you're not enjoying the concert. And second of all, like, what are you trying to, like, show people that aren't there? Like, you, you could show them once. You don't have to flood the whole stories. Like, I flood the whole stories with things that I'm interested in because, like, kind of, like, promoting what I do. Not to make people feel like they're missing out. You know what I mean? Because you're a good guy, Combo. You're one of the few. Yeah, like, I'll show, like, me playing one-on-one, you know, promoting the podcast. But, like, you know, cool things that I'm doing. But I feel like you should – um post i take time away from my phone and um try not to overdo it live in the that moment makes sense I, i'm I, i'm kind of uh ranting a little bit here but you, you get the you get the gist combo this is what this platform is for um combo versus yeah. instagram coming soon um but no no i understand that I, I do it to save memories but i do try to live in the moment the most the best i can um yeah most definitely my moment of the week is just about <clears throat> professor hulk aka the best player on planet Earth, currently playing basketball. Giannis Antetokounmpo dropping Wait, the 50 best player, points. The best player is injured, right? 14 rebounds. And he shot 81% from the field. Yeah, that's like 2K numbers, ladies and gentlemen. This is the guy who just won the championship finals MVP. He will dominate your best player. He currently is the modern-day Shaq. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 50 points. Put some respect on his name combo. Ugh, I had to get that off my chest. I waited the whole podcast to do that. Well, that was very well done, Max. Really appreciate you. Um, the best player in the world is is injured right now. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the best player in the world? Wait, wait. You said he's what? He has like a, he's dealing with an MCL oh, issue. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I think my he's guy's from, actually he's from, he's from the DMV area. I think not my guy's actually he's still not from Greece. My guy's he's still not from playing. Greece. Facts, facts. 
Wow. I, was, I was getting, I was, I was, I was tuning into my inner Cole Anthony. No, it's okay. I was just, I mean, my player is just, he's actually playing and availability is the best ability. And this guy is constantly playing and you know, he, uh, shows up when you need him. Giannis what's that dude from the, what's that dude from the Lakers? Um, AC green. I mean, AC green, is he better than Durant? I mean, he was available for years and years and years in the Lakers. Did he win was a, he better a than finals Kareem? MVP? Was he better than dropping Kareem? Kareem was hard sometimes. Actually, no, 50? Kareem wasn't. Actually, Kareem is rarely hurt. What am I talking about? about Kareem, like, you know, Kareem was um a guy that um he kind of was into the health and nutrition craze before everybody else. He's ahead you know? of his time. That's what that guy yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to Kareem, man. I've seen Rashad Phillips posting a lot about him lately, and he's absolutely spot on when it comes to Kareem. Yeah, I have Kareem yeah. ranked third overall, third third or fourth. So, Oh, no, he's he's he, there's no way he's fourth. He's either third or up. Okay. Who, who would you have? Wait, wait, wait. Who would you have? Okay, I understand Jordan and LeBron. Who else would you have over? Okay, well, when you get nobody. into – There's nobody. You can make the case for Magic Johnson. No, you can't. In my opinion, the greatest no, point guard can't. of all time, the best passer of the basketball, five championships, no. six nine point guard. Um, he also won a championship with Kareem his rookie year, and they actually had Magic Johnson play center for crying out loud. What more do you need from the guy? But I understand. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all about peaks, and Bird had a better peak than than um. Then I could say Kobe Bryant should be up there, but then all time, a lot of people have him lower. Some people have him really high. When you go at the all time, it's 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 tricky because if you go with peak. Shaq was probably more dominant, but Kareem had a more of a resume. You know what I'm saying? Well, Kareem is – you can't have him lower than three in my opinion. Yeah, but, that's why I said know. he's three. I go LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, and then we can go from there. Okay. Okay. Combo, this was an amazing episode. Where can they find you? You know what? Actually, what am I doing? The floor is yours. The outro. I'm throwing you the lob. You know, they can find Max on the MVP podcast. They can find Max on Instagram at Max underscore Van underscore Aukin. That's M-A-X underscore V-A-N underscore A-U-K-E-N. You could find me. You could catch me on my podcast, Combo's Court. That's C-O-M-B-O-S-C-O-U-R-T. And it's the same name on Twitter, Combo's Court. You can catch me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. It's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. And don't forget to subscribe to the Believe in Magic podcast on the Believe podcast network you get better every time you slowed the offense down you executed it well and we got a bucket combo it's always a pleasure until next time i'm in talk soon talk soon without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.